Story Eight of Bobby Gray Squirrel's Adventures by George Ethelbert Walsh. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The birds try to save the tree. Now the little girl by the window was still sleeping and dreaming of her wild forest friends when suddenly a strange, unusual noise outside startled her. She opened her eyes in bewilderment, wondering if it was only a part of her dream. Swish, swee, 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 zip, zee, chewee, 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 clip, clip, clear, willy, willy, willa. It was the strangest, most peculiar noise that she had ever heard. The air all around seemed full of rushing wings, tinkling water, falling pebbles, soft whistles, and whispering echoes. Yet for all its strangeness, the little girl was not alarmed. She looked out of the window, and her eyes caught sight of the whirling clouds sweeping out of the forest like a great host of tiny specks. But as they drew swiftly near her, she saw they were birds. Bobby, by leaping and running with all his might, managed to reach the tree first, and running up it he jumped from the limb to the window-sill. He wanted to be near the sick girl so she wouldn't be frightened. He had no idea that Rusty and Goldie and Downy had so many friends and relatives, and it awed him a little to see so many approaching. "'Oh, Bobby, what does it mean?' gasped Clara. "'Are all your forest friends coming to pay me a visit?' Bobby nodded his head and frisked his tail. At that very moment the girl's mother rushed into the room. "'What a dreadful noise, dear!' she exclaimed. "'It must be a storm. I'll close the window.' "'No, Mama, it's Bobby's friends,' the girl replied. "'Don't close the window. I want to see them.' The mother looked out of the window and gasped in surprise. The air was literally filled with birds. "'But I can't let all them come in here, dear,' she said. I must close the window. Bobby made a dive for the window sill to escape, and Clara cried, Please don't close it, Mamma. You'll frighten Bobby away. Well, the birds settled down on the big tree like a swarm of locusts. There were Goldie, Rusty, and Downy in the lead, and right behind them the purple finch, Mr. Crested Flycatcher, Belt the Sapsucker, Hermit the Thrush, singer the mockingbird black cat the chickadee yellow breast the chat mr and mrs pine grosbeak towie the chewink mrs phoebe bird mrs ovenbird and goodness knows how many others they came singly and in flocks and droves whistling singing screaming and laughing they settled down on the branches until they creaked belt the sapsucker Downy the woodpecker and Flicker the high hole lighted on the high trunk and tapped it with their stout bills. Redbreast the nuthatch climbed under and over the big limbs to hunt for insects buried in the bark. Mr. and Mrs. Flycatcher swooped down upon moths and beetles and caught them on the wing. Piney the purple finch and Mr. Grosbeak looked under every leaf for signs of worms or grubs. The big tree was loaded down with the strangest fruits any tree had ever borne. 
and no flowers ever decorated a shrub or plant with more beautiful colours than did the plumage of the birds red and blue flashed alongside of pink and yellow and the white breast of downy contrasted strangely with the dusty black of the woodpeckers and the purple shoulders of the finches all the colours of the rainbow were there and the songs and whistles and cries of the birds were as varied as their colours and tastes hermit the thrush warbled the most beautiful melodies singer the mockingbird imitated all the songs he knew rusty chirped and warbled cedar the waxwing peeped and cheeped gray and kingbird whistled and shrilled and towie and yellow breast murmured their soft dainty song of happiness as they flitted from limb to limb what in the world does it mean exclaimed the mother of the little girl watching the birds at work i never saw such a sight before of course she hadn't for she didn't know bobby's friends and their ways neither did the little girl but she seemed to understand what it meant they're hungry mamma she said and bobby's told them where to find the worms and bugs see they're eating them up oh i'm so glad for i didn't like the worms and bugs on the tree they sometimes crawled in the window and dropped on my bed i really believe you're right dear her mother replied they're eating the worms up i believe they know of course they know was the rather scornful reply now bobby watching his friends enjoying themselves and at the same time helping the little girl by saving the big tree from destruction almost wished he ate worms and bugs and grubs instead of nice clean sweet nuts it really made him feel hungry to see them at work and it certainly made him feel helpless he couldn't eat a single worm no not even to save the tree it made him sick to think of it and the more he watched his forest friends devouring the insects the more he wondered at their appetites sitting on the window-sill he said to himself if every worm they've eaten was a nut i wonder if there would be any left in the whole world dear me how they seem to like them in the midst of this reflection bobby was alarmed by the sudden opening of the door below and then by the appearance of two men he instantly recognized them as the two who had threatened to cut down the tree they came outside and stared in dumb surprise at the birds in the tree they had heard the whistling and singing and warbling and could hardly believe their ears but when they saw the tree almost black with birds they opened their mouths and gasped it was just as hard then to believe their eyes why why where'd they come from asked one i never saw such a sight said the other the birds were making such a noise they couldn't hear and so they gave no attention to them to make short work of the grubs and beetles and worms they kept steadily at their work why there are finches warblers crossbeaks chats chickadees woodpeckers began one of the men trying to name all the birds and then in despair he gave it up it seems almost too good to be true said the other they're cleaning that old tree of all insects there won't be a grub left when they're through then smiled the first one you won't have to spray the tree or cut it down 
i call that luck it's more like a miracle than luck i wish they'd stay here all the time those birds when bobby heard this he was greatly pleased he knew instantly that his scheme had worked his forest friends had saved the old tree the men wouldn't cut it down on account of the worms and insects he wanted to chatter aloud and spread the good news to all but before he could open his mouth to say a word two dark shadows swept across the clearing bobby glanced up and what he saw made his heart jump dasher the hawk and his mate were swooping down upon the helpless birds with so many in the open place around the house dasher and his mate could easily kill a few before they could escape to the forest dasher's coming he cried quick hide but the birds were too noisy to hear him and the two dark shadows swept nearer and nearer as the hawks circled downward to pounce upon their prey the next story will tell how the birds had a dreadful fright worse than if dasher had caught one of them end of story eight recording by phone